Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for being here. We are uh, all set to share so much fun with you today. <laughs> oh. The world is just so much fun, isn't it? Don't you find that pretty much every day you wake up and go, "Wow, I can't wait to hear what fun we have in store for us again." You and, and I must live in different dimensions. Really? Yeah, I think. Ha! Huh, so. That's weird. Shoot. That's weird. Huh. Well, here's some good news. I mean, legitimately, not sarcastic. Okay. Good news. Mm-hmm. An Arkansas town found some giblets, and they said no to some douchebag who didn't want them to <laughs> display a nativity scene. Oh, that's a separation of church and state. Why, you can't. You can't have church and state by showing a nativity scene on on government grounds. Yeah. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Uh, The guy threatened if they didn't take down the nativity scene, and originally they did, and then they thought, you know what? No. They got a whole bunch of backlash, too. But uh, they thought, no, let's put it back up. And let the guy sue us. And that's exactly what you should be doing. In Eureka Springs, uh, requested officials, the, the city of Eureka Springs requested that officials with the Green Passion Play, a 4,000-seat outdoor amphitheater, where plays and other events are held, they requested they remove the display from the Basin Spring Park. So they started to inquire why and found the request came down to threats of a lawsuit. Uh, so... And who was on the other end of the lawsuit? Do we know? Specifically? Uh, was believe- it an individual or a group? I think it was a group. I think it was a city that was on the end of a... No, no. What I'm saying is um, somebody oh, came after the city. Yeah, it's just one person. It's just a person uh, who doesn't apparently like to see... I, like I, baby Jesus. Yeah. Care for that? Come on now. Unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable what people get offended about. Isn't it's it? like, can't you just turn away? Yeah. If you are that, you've got issues, man. If that's your life goal is to get an nativity scene removed from a city square. Yeah. So one of the representatives of of the display said that that upset me, and I wanted to know why. So following the call uh, with the mayor requesting that he take it down. Became a voc- he became vocal on social media. <laughs> there you go. It. See, there you go. Yep. Use that for good. Uh, and that hardly ever happens. You know, <laughs> it usually goes the other way. Uh, so Christie then said he received a call from the mayor saying the display could remain in the park. Mm. We're gonna get, we're gonna issue a permit for the nativity scene to remain along with other secular displays. And see, that's usually the compromise, though. Okay, yes, you can put up your Satanist display, too. But we're going to have the Christmas <laughs> display. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. The Establishment Clause. This is what everybody talks about. And we've mentioned this a million times. But here's the relevant phrase in the U.S. Constitution. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Period. Well, actually, it goes on to say, nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Um, so, how does that apply to a nativity scene? Yeah, I don't see Congress involved in the story. Did you I don't see it at skip all. a paragraph? I don't see making Congress? a law in yeah. the story at all. Now, what's going to happen is the ACLU is going to descend on Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Sure they will. Yep. 
And that's going to be our follow-up next week. So thanks for the good news today. And what usually <laughs> happens then is the city just acquiesces because it's just too expensive to defend it. You know, you're going to be tied up in court the whole time and uh, you don't want to spend the money and all of that. But just tell them to go pound sand. Mm-hmm. Somebody should take this all the way to the Supreme Court and we should decide this once and for all. Yes. Okay. Is the Establishment Clause real or not? Yes. Is there some invisible ink there underneath what it actually (laughs) says or not? Uh, By the way, um, that uh, court case we talked about yesterday, Mm -hmm. I think it was at the end of the show. Was it overtime? When was that? Uh, What's going to happen on January 6th? They're just going to have a conference call. Somebody, uh, or not call, but uh, it's called a conference or something. Somebody was educating me uh, last night on Twitter um, that uh, they're just going to get together to vote to see if they're even going to hear the case. Mm. Which means they're not going to. This is the one where the dereliction of duty of our elected officials oh, right. uh, didn't right. even look into the claims around the 2020 election. The Brunson versus Brunson Adams. Adams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's not... Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. No, I mean, a lot of people got all, all excited because it included the removal of the president and vice president. And that's what, you know, so many <laughs> of us would love to see. <laughs> there's there's just no mechanism in place to make that happen. Even yeah. if they ruled in their favor, it, it can't happen. But you're absolutely right. This kind of thing right here that we have to deal with in town after town, year after year. The tired war of it. Christmas. Let's just I'm tired settle of this it. thing. Come on. Yeah. Take it to the Supreme Court and decide once and for all. Is the Establishment Clause a real thing or not? Because if it is, there's no way you can interpret this. Congress shall make no law (laughs) respecting the establishment of religion. There's no way you can interpret that. Well, that means you can't put government displays uh, on city property. No. You can't display a nativity on government property. No. (laughs) There's nothing like that. Never mind the Supreme Court. I would just love to have the ability to take the stuff, the absurdities that we deal with as a nation, like like people complaining about nativity scenes, and put these cases in front of the founders who wrote these documents, who actually came up with these rules to govern a society, and have their reaction, their candid response. (laughs) If only. If only we could see that. There'd be some public executions, I think. (laughs) They didn't screw around with this stuff. And we do. I mean, we just continually acquiesce because it's easier and it's cheaper and we don't want to be bothered and, okay, we don't want to offend anybody. Shut up. (laughs) There's also no clause in the Constitution that people can't be offended. Let them be offended! Or tell them this. You know what? Mm. If you hate that display... Don't look at it. How about mm. that? Mm, How about that? Don't look at it. Quite the ask. <laughs> is it? Is it too much? So, so what, that's I'm, too much. A turn, like if it's to my left, I'm supposed to turn to the right? <clears throat> yeah. 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 Or if you don't want to turn, just close your eyes for a second as you pass it, and then you won't see it. Uh, a lot to remember, Pat. I know. Mm. I know. Pretty difficult. But, man, this has been going on for what? Easily 20, 30 years where it's continual it's every stupid year and we say the same things every year and then they come up again the next year <laughs> yeah it's like that uh who is that atheist that used to challenge the pledge of allegiance all the time michael something new high new yeah high, new. new something house oh you loved him. newman oh <laughs> i think he might have been the antichrist oh really or an antichrist oh, maybe one? not the but what an evil bastard that guy was. 
Uh, and he did, in fact, shut down the Pledge of Allegiance in the West for, I don't know, several months until somebody finally came to their senses uh, the in a higher court. court. Yeah. Uh, Michael Newdow. Newdow. Oh, he's fun. Is he still around? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's spry. Good for him. Oh, he's That's 69. Great. 69. Nice. Oh, good. Well, he could still cause all kinds of problems. <laughs> good for him. But, you know, he's he's just an angry atheist and he doesn't want to have to look at religiosity well then don't look at it nobody said you had to nobody said you had to go to the downtown square and uh look at a nativity scene or listen to the pledge of allegiance don't listen to it that's right that was the pledge of allegiance he was after yeah yeah see he and i might find common ground on that but not on the angle he took you know he's 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 upset about the god stuff i'm upset about pledging allegiance to a flag but that's just me. Right. And that's exactly, exactly what it says. And you don't think of that very often because, you know, we're patriotic. And, right. And I... It's, honestly, I would be 100% okay if you just change the word to from flag to constitution. I pledge allegiance to the Constitution of the United States of America and to the Republic for that which would it stands. Sense, yeah. One nation under God indivisible. Mm-hmm. Justice for all. I mean, that'd be totally fine with that. Yeah. Because what does the flag stand for? I mean, I know this isn't our discussion right now, but I mean, like, is it Joe Biden today? Screw that. Mm-hmm. Pledge my allegiance to that cat? No. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Joe Biden has pledged his allegiance to this country. <laughs> <laughs> I think he hates this country. Yep. He wants to see the demise thereof. Yep. <sighs> All right. First, it was the Financial Times. Now it's Time Magazine, the 2022 Person of the Year. Yes. Do we have a drum roll or what? I well, mean, we could, I think. I mean, I think this is worthy of a drum roll. It's a big deal here, Pat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who... who the Person who, of the Year. Okay, Time Magazine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Vladimir. Oh, yeah. Zelensky. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, yeah. yes. Yeah. I thought maybe it was you, you held on to that Vladimir yeah. so long. I thought was there another Vladimir? No, but it was it is the same the one. Vladimir. Okay, and there he is Oof. in all his glory. Could you <laughs> stop with this guy? We just keep feeding this guy's ego. Yeah, he loves it, and he just keeps realizing, yeah, I got America wrapped around my little finger. <laughs> I got him wrapped around my finger, and he really does. <laughs> He's got us. You know, I was the uh, Time Magazine Person of the Year in 2006. As a matter of fact, really. Well, it pointed at you. I believe you are. You were as well, and mm-hmm. Martin. Yeah, because remember that was that cop out. Yeah, the Time you. Magazine Person of the Year is you. <laughs> <laughs> and what was their I don't reasoning know. for that? I don't remember why. You're so awesome. All Americans were the person. I of put the that year. on my resume uh, <laughs> back in the day. By and the way, 300 million people can't be the person of the year. That's why it's just you. Okay. All right. I like that. <laughs> that honestly. Uh, I think that was uh, Rush Limbaugh's idea. Uh, put put that it on, on, your put resume? on your resume. So I did. That's and, funny. And that's why it got me a call back. Oh, uh, uh, really? It got, got me flown up to New York for an interview. <laughs> huh. Rush with did. whom? Uh, with Rush, right? No, no, no. Kit Carson. Uh, oh, okay. Rest in peace, Kit. Mm. Anyway, Rush didn't want to pay to move me. So, <laughs> so you wound up with us. Uh, yeah, no, eventually. that was later. That later, was later. A few years later. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about the Birch Gold Group uh, because... The lack of a red wave during the midterms, uh, could that lead to a more emboldened Joe Biden? Yeah. More wasteful government spending, higher taxes. How are you going to protect your hard-earned savings from the reinvigorated left? 
Well, the answer is gold. Gold is the world's oldest, most proven form of currency. It's there for you when inflation soars, when other assets go sideways. And that's why Birch Gold is so thrilled to introduce a new product that reimagines gold as currency. The gold back. This month, you'll get a free gold back for every $5,000 purchased when you convert an existing IRA or 401k into precious metals IRA and Birch Gold by December 22nd. Still have some time to do this. Birch Gold will help you own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered account. Text PAT to 989-898. Other people say that 989898. <laughs> Whichever way you remember it. To claim your free info kit on gold, uh, then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. Plus... With every purchase you make before December 22nd, you'll get a free gold back. This is a great stocking stuffer just in time for Christmas. Once again, text PAT to 989-898 to protect your savings with gold today. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! Zuzu pedal! Zuzu! What the What do you know about this? Merry Christmas! Gray unleashed. So speaking of uh, Zelensky, Russia's Putin says Ukraine the Ukraine war could be a long process. Ugh. Insists he has not gone mad on nuclear weapons. But he is threatening uh, nukes again, mm-hmm. which is always fun. And it's always fun to just throw that around. Yep. And how many times has he done that? I mean, how irresponsible is this freaking guy lately? Yeah, and, and this quote isn't in that story there, but he was given the opportunity during this little forum they did yesterday over in Russia to say, would you use nukes, um, would you only use nukes if, uh, if, if in a defensive mm-hmm. manner? Mm-hmm. And he refused to... He wouldn't say. Yeah, he wouldn't commit to that. Neat, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so he expressed concern that the threat of nuclear war is rising. Yeah, who's making it rise? <laughs> you are. No, bro. Jeez. <laughs> uh, he was asked by a member of the Human Rights Council to state unequivocally that Russia would not use a nuclear weapon except in retaliation. Oh, okay, it is in there. All right. Yeah, it is. Uh, he stated that such a promise could not be made, <laughs> maintaining that a promise to yeah. never use the weapon, uh, never use it first, is a promise to simply never use them. That's not necessarily true. You get hit with a nuke, uh, you could still, you know, fire off some nukes uh, back at the person who hit you. But uh, he said the threat of nuclear war is growing. No need to hide this sin. If Russia does not use nuclear weapons first under any circumstances, then it will not be the second to use them either. Wait, what? Wait, sentence structure issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Russia doctrine maintains that the nation has a right to deploy nuclear weapons in re- retaliation to hostile forces threatening its sovereignty. Oh, oh, there mm. we go. See, and so the technicality mm-hmm. will be, well, yeah, this is our, this is Russia now. This isn't Ukraine anymore. Right. <laughs> Those four provinces or whatever. He said, we haven't gone mad. We realize what nuclear weapons are. We have these means in more advanced and modern form than any other nuclear country. Mm. That's an obvious fact. That's mm. that is no. not a fact, bro. That is not a Stop. fact. Stop. That is not. <laughs> but that's how, you know he blusters this way, and then he can't back it up. I mean, just like he did with his conventional forces, he thought he was going to overwhelm Ukraine in, in about two days. Yep. 
here we are going on a year later now. What is it? Nine months? The end Ten of, months? Is it end of uh, March? End of February? When was it? I think it was February, Marchish, somewhere in there. So we're going on nine months here. It's been a long time, and he cannot subdue that nation. And then you're still mouthing off? <laughs> February 24th. Eh, brother. <laughs> February 24th. And it is now December 8th. Wow. And they're losing ground. I mean, they got they got their ass kicked in this counteroffensive that Ukraine just did, where they got back virtually all their territory. Any gains that Russia made in Ukraine were wiped out in that counteroffensive. Uh, and they have lost well over 100,000 troops. Killed and wounded. Killed, wounded, and uh, captured. 100,000. That is incredible to think of. You can't even get your head around it. That's going to make it easier for them to become a protectorate of uh, China there one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like all of us. No. Uh, man, that, mm. that's... Uh, that's If he had goals to... Because remember... Were you here? Uh, no, I don't think we talked about this with you. I think it, yeah, okay. So Japan, mm-hmm. they had, Russia had everything lined up ready to go against Japan. This In, in World War II? No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about in 2021. Yeah. What? Yeah, they had the- Russia going against Japan? Yeah, because there's a disputed island. Huh. Uh, oh. Yeah, left over from World War II. Right. And they had all of the rhetoric uh. that you hear them throw at Ukraine, just take mm-hmm. out Ukraine and put it in Japan. Uh, Amazing. Yeah, it's it. so my point is that, that Putin, you know, he's probably got other plans beyond Ukraine. Like you said, it's Almost supposed, certainly. To be, supposed to be quick, and then let's go expand to the this mm-hmm. way to the east. And, Couldn't get it done. But now with all the, you said 100,000? Yeah. Yep, that's that was the estimate from uh, U.S. military experts. A hundred thousand. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. My goodness. I mean, you know, we certainly don't have the stomach for that. Mm. If we'd lost a hundred thousand troops, oh my gosh, oh, jeez, America would be in chaos. We wouldn't have even gotten that far. No, no, uh, because. You think of that, and they've already lost more troops than in the entirety of the Afghanistan war, the Russia-Afghanistan war, which lasted a decade. And that was a defeat for them. So in nine months, they've lost more troops, more equipment, uh, more weaponry than they did in the whole Afghanistan war. It's really staggering when you think about it. Man. In nine months. Phew. More than 10 years worth of... And in fact, it's almost double the losses that they incurred in, in a decade. Just really something else. So they are not the military force we thought they were. I, I think that's pretty clear. And so maybe Vladimir Putin should shut his mouth, but he won't. <laughs> he definitely won't. Uh, 888-933-93. Oh, let me also uh, take a minute and um, tell you that iTarget Pro has a brand new system, and it is really cool. If you already have iTarget Pro, you can add this to it because they're compatible. But if you've ever seen competitive shooters practice timing drills on the range, imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want and never spend a dime on ammo. That's what the all-new iTarget Cube does. You put this cube there, and then uh, you walk around it, and you fire, and... uh, 
you improve your reaction speeds. Yeah, that's cool. It's re- it's really fun. And so you can either do just the one cu- uh, cube, or you can get the set of three and have a bunch of people join you, or or you can test your ability to react all while the system times every shot you take. Right now, you can save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code PAD when you go to itargetpro.com. iTarget Pro comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with pretty much anything, including your AR-15. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. pays for itself literally in one practice session. The letter I, then targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, offer code PAD. That's right. That's right. Out of boy, Clarence. Pat Gray unleashed. Hmm. Uh, look at this hateful sign that a group of women held up outside a courthouse in Oakland, California. Just uh, sheer, unadulterated hate. What is it? No, no men in women's prison. Huh. Wow, that's how dare you? That is not <laughs> how dare you not good. ask for there not to be men <laughs> in a women's prison. Oh, that's not inclusive. No, no, women's prisons need to be all inclusive, sure, and non binary. So, all 97 genders should be allowed in, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but Antifa thugs attacked those women, of course, of course. I, I believe we have some yeah, we video have some on video that. This, here's, yeah. here's what happens. Here's what happens when you dare. They're attacking. Want this women is male in women's prisons, not men. Jeez. Oh, Antifa. <laughs> men, we want to keep out of the prison. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. We've already had rapes. Yep. There's already so been sad. tragedies. I'm. So- wow. Uh, it's still out there doing their thing. Yeah. Antifa. Yeah. Aren't they great? And they never pay a price for this. They're never, uh, they're, they never receive negative publicity from the left. They're always just fine. And in fact, didn't Biden say they were a state of mind or something? They don't even exist. They're just a state of mind. Did he say that? I I believe it was Biden. Hmm. I remember, I remember it was uh, Nadler, I think, uh, Jerry Nadler. I remember he was on a street. Was that before somewhere. or after he pooped himself? Uh, I think it was while in progress. Okay. All right. It's a constant thing with him. <laughs> <laughs> but the Blaze previously reported uh, that, uh, well, first of all, this, gr- this group of women, some affiliated with the U.S. chapter of Women's Declaration International, gathered outside the courthouse in Oakland to protest the possible placement of Dana Rivers in a women's prison after his triple conviction last month. So, the Blaze previously reported that Rivers, a national transsexual rights activist and former American Federation of Teachers labor leader, was found guilty in November of butchering two lesbians and murdering their adopted African-American son. So they're trying, those those women are trying oh, to keep that person... My. Gosh. Out of a women's prison. And Antifa's like, no, no, no. That person needs to be in there. Mm. Wow. Rivers, whose name was originally... How dare you dead name this person? What'd I do? 
well, the not you, the oh. article. Oh. Just dead naming him. He was originally David Warfield. Stabbed 56-year-old Charlotte Reed over 40 times. Shot her twice. Uh, November 11, 2016, Rivers also shot and stabbed 57-year-old Patricia Wright. Before setting fire to the victim's house, the transsexual activist shot 19-year-old Benny Diambu Wright, who later perished. The post-millennial reported that the protesters do not want Rivers in court for sanity proceedings to be incarcerated among real women. How dare they say real women? All right. It's like implicit hate. <laughs> they held signs that read, Dana Rivers is a man. No men in women's prison. Okay, so the Antifa douchebags yeah. are, are protesting on behalf of this guy. Correct. Who murdered two lesbians and their African adopted son. Mm-hmm. That is outrageous. Be- because the goal of Antifa, and mm. dare I say the Democrat Party as a whole, mm-hmm. is all about chaos and destroying this nation and making sure there is no rule of oh, law. sure is. That there is no common sense. So, of course, this is right up their alley. That is really something else. And yet, now the rest of America just yawns. They don't care. No problem. Eh, Antifa, they're more a state of mind than anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I got you. <laughs> Tie into that the drag queen situation in uh, libraries. Drag queens, of course, can read stories to kids as young as two or three years old in libraries, but not Christians. Hmm. Okay, don't try to do this if you're a Christian. But this is just a hypothetical, right? You're not, mm. you don't have anything specific to point to. Well, actually, I sort of do. Oh, wow. Uh, Kirk Cameron is oh. that Christian who's yeah. trying to get into libraries and, and read books to kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's what he says when he was talking to uh, Shannon Bream on Fox. This would be... Uh, no, we don't have a clip. Oh, we don't have a clip? No. Oh, I thought there was a clip. Oh, I got confused because yeah. there's, there's the picture of a clip. No, no, he did talk to her, though. <laughs> yeah. But he did talk to her. <laughs> He's got a new children's book out that celebrates family, faith, biblical wisdom, and he can't reach scores of American children or their families in many U.S. cities because, uh, not in the public library system anyway, over 50 public libraries have either outright rejected him or not responded to requests on his behalf. 50. 50 attempts to read a faith-based book to children. Nope. You can't do that. Uh, it's too much hate. <laughs> but, hey, these drag queens, yeah, please, come on in. Yep. Sit right down. Start reading to the... And then get up and start gyrating in front of them. Well, That's after, really you, good. after you spread your legs. Yeah. And then encourage them to touch you in your fake breasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. That's America. <laughs> I mean, tiny children who are four and five years old going up, and you, there's pictures of them going up to the drag queens and touching them. Yeah, see, that would be a, a case of grooming. Creepy, man. Right there. It is unbelievable. Story Hour program for kids and parents connected to new book releases is an activity that many libraries typically present to their patrons. Oh, okay. And so there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of the same libraries that won't give Cameron a slot are actively offering dwa- drag queen story no, hours I or mean. similar programs for kids and young people. Hmm. That's not a problem, is it? According to a review, review of the library's websites and current program listings, this is happening all over the place. Brave Books, Cameron's publisher, shared details of the story hour requests and the rejections received to date. 
the Rochambeau Public Library in Providence, Rhode Island, for instance, told Cameron and his book publisher by phone, no, we'll pass on having you run a program in our space. (laughs) We're a very queer-friendly library. (laughs) Our messaging does not align. (laughs) Okay. All right. Our messaging. Wait, why the hell is the library got messaging? I don't know. I thought you were supposed to just be a space for the community to come and access information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Queer friendly, but not Christian friendly. Right. I right. see. Doesn't align. Huh. When the publisher asked the library official about filling out the proper form to apply for a story hour slot, the individual replied, you can fill out the form to reserve space, to run the program in our space, but we won't run your program. Oh, oh. Hmm. Well, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. On its website, the public library promotes a regular offering for young people called Queer Umbrella. Oh, good. That Isn't that wonderful? Fun. It does sound fun. Mm-hmm. It's open to all members of the LGBTQQIA2 plus community who are 12 Christian? and older. Can Christians show up and no. hang out? And- Apparently not. Okay. Uh, an official responded to Fox News, uh, no comment, when they asked about... All of this stuff with Kirk Cameron and uh, Christians and mm. queers and mm-hmm. questioning people. I see. Two spirits. I don't know. So what if he dresses up in drag and comes and reads his book? Oh, as long as it's queer-based, that'd probably be oh, fine. Oh, the book has to be queer-based? Yeah, I think I so. Yeah. Don't bring your Bible or your Bible-friendly things in here, though, because mm. that doesn't align. So that town there, mm-hmm. uh, it was Providence, right? Uh-huh. Okay, well... How ironic that Rhode Island was Providence set up on religious yeah, freedom. Yeah, isn't it? That's but, a, that is ironic. <laughs> I just wonder if some uh, locals there, if if you got any local Christians, if you can hear me, maybe you should uh, let your voice be heard there in Providence. No kidding. It's about time that happens. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. More coming up in just a minute. This is Pat Bray Unleashed. Some tweets here from Goblin Mode Giblets. <laughs> nice. Uh, the ones that don't want to see the nativity scene, you just need to learn some patience. There's no nativity scene in hell. <laughs> so when they get there, they won't have to look at it. That's great. Probably true. Yeah. yeah. Caffeinated Texan, Zelensky gets man of the year because his primary opponent, SBF, didn't separate nearly as many Americans from their money. <laughs> from Pace Shock, uh, some past persons of the year, Hitler, Stalin, twice. Kalmini, Putin, hardly much of an honor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Holy Smokes, 1776. The modern left just want complete chaos, but these people are no longer Democrats. These people are communists, and it's that simple. 
Disinformation show loophole. Yes, Pat, it was Biden. Yeah, thought so. Uh, he called him an idea, though not state of mind. Okay. An idea. Antifa. T- right. Huh. If you missed that discussion of a few minutes ago. Um, meanwhile, just yet another little tale of woe as we go down this transgender road. Man, how far down that road have we come and how fast have we gone? It's about a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, and we just keep hurtling toward that cliff. American girl, American girl dolls. I mean, my kids, my girls loved these things. Yeah. Absolutely loved it's them. A staple of a girl's childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're facing backlash for their new girl's guidebook that reportedly advises children struggling with body image and issues to ask their doctors for puberty-blocking medications. Maybe you sit this one out. My God, American Girl Doll Factory. Jeez, <laughs> block so puberty-blocking medications and seek to seek gender support without parental consent. If you don't have an adult you trust. Wow. How bad is that? Wow. Man. Well, there's a another excuse not to buy a $100 doll. Oh, thank you. That's good. Jeez. I wish I'd had this excuse years ago, though. Girl. A smart girl's guide, body image book, retails on the American Girl website for just $13. Well, it's $12.99. You'll get a penny back from your $13 So bill. you lied. I did lie. Hmm. Yeah. But quickly, I felt bad about it. Felt too guilty. Good. Good. <laughs> and I'm had, glad to, you cor- had to tell the truth you about it. You <laughs> self-corrected. Uh, the cover of the 96-page paperback penned by Mel Hammond shows four girls of varying body weights and skin colors. One's in a wheelchair. Another has blue dyed hair. The subtitle reads, How to Love Yourself. Live life to the fullest and celebrate all kinds of bodies. Okay. All right. And you're getting this from a doll store. Mm-hmm. That newly re- released book targeted to children ages 10 and older advises girls to seek out puberty blockers. Parts of your body may make you feel uncomfortable. And you may want to change the way you look, the book says. That's totally okay! Exclamation point. You can appreciate your body for everything it allows you to experience and still want to change certain things about it. If you haven't gone through puberty yet, the doctor might offer medicine to delay your body's changes, giving you more time to think about your gender identity. Because there's going to be no repercussions on that. Evil. I mean, it's just temporary. Don't worry about it. You just pick up right where you left off once you stop taking them. It's just completely not true. The book tells readers if you don't have an adult you trust, there are organizations across the country that can help you. Turn to the resources page... 95, uh, on page 95 for more information. (laughs) This is a doll company. And they're advising little girls on using puberty blockers and not trusting their parents. How did we get here? Wow. I guess it's perfectly normal. Everything's fine. Don't worry about Mm -hmm. it. Everything's fine. Hmm. All right, Elon Musk has reportedly been turning Twitter's office space into sleeping spaces for employees, putting in extra time, and he's upset the city of San Francisco. Of course he has. So they're looking into whether or not the new setup violates any codes, any laws. 
Twitter CEO fired back to report Tuesday that uh, said San Francisco's Department of Building Inspection would be launching an investigation into claims that parts of the company's headquarters were retrofitted to include makeshift bedrooms. Hmm. Why would that be? Who cares? Right. Well, San Francisco cares. For it's a business, Pat. Uh, right. Yeah. And you can't sleep at your business? I don't know, man. Uh, I've had co-workers in the past that sleep at their business. I mean, not intentionally, mm-hmm. but no one came down <laughs> on them. <laughs> I've slept in this building many times. Me too, man. Many I times. I got a cot in my office right now. It just stays yeah. open. <laughs> I'm never awake, man. Forbes reported mattresses were were set up in some Twitter office rooms with other homey modifications. Recent reports also suggested a handful of employees were spending the night. Oh, no. Due to the intense nature of the job and long hours so under choosing. Musk's new regime. They're, they're choosing to spend the night there as opposed well, to yeah. commute and home. And If you remember, Musk invited them to leave if they didn't want to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, go There's ahead and find other employment. A lot to clean up there, and they're putting in long hours. And see, this is it, you know. Elon Musk is not, he's not someone who is controllable. Yeah. And the left hates that. They can't take it. So they're throwing everything at him Mm -hmm. to keep him distracted and not able to fight the good fight for free speech. They're like, all right, let's just, okay, we got the city doing this. We got the Biden administration doing this. Who knows what else is uh, in his way right now. You had the FBI plant lawyer Mm -hmm. uh, screwing everything up. Oh, we need to give credit to that. Democrat congressman, I forgot to mention this when we're talking about the Twitter files there on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least one Democrat congressman still believes in free speech mm-hmm. based on the uh, release of the Twitter files. It revealed they revealed that Congressman Ro Khanna, mm-hmm. a progressive California Democrat, wrote to Twitter during the censorship scandal and warned the company that what it was doing violated the spirit of the First Amendment. I, I think more than the spirit of it. <laughs> yeah. This seems a violation of First Amendment principles, Connor wrote. I say this as a total Biden partisan and convinced that he didn't do anything wrong. The Hunter Biden laptop stuff. But the story now has become more about censorship than relativity. Innocuous emails, relatively innocuous emails, and it's become a bigger deal than it would have been. In the heat of a presidential campaign restricting dissemination of newspaper articles, even if New York, the New York Post is far right, uh, seems like it will invite more backlash than it will do good. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate huh. it. I would like to ask uh, uh, Ro mm. Khanna if uh, he has a different take on Hunter Biden's laptop two years later now. I wonder, because mm. he was saying how, mm-hmm. look, it's just a, some innocuous emails. You're making this into a bigger deal. Yeah. Huh. huh. I want to see if he's yeah. got an update on that opinion of his. Well, now time has uh, has solidified the fact that that was all real and all legitimate and factual. And so. I appreciate anybody that will stand up for the first time. Yeah, that's so, great. Thank you. And that hardly ever happens from Democrats. Yeah. And they used to be the ones that claimed, oh, we want all speech. We want everybody to be able to speak. Yeah, that's not even close now. That's it's oh, yeah? the opposite. Then why don't you open the door for Kirk Cameron in a yeah. Providence, Rhode Island library? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They won't. All right, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. If you're trying to sell your home, buy a home, you're going to do both because you're relocating somewhere. 
you need a really good realtor who knows all the ropes or knows all the marketing tools and has the marketing skill to be able to sell your home quickly and for the most amount of money or to get you the most out of the home that you buy. I mean, that's what you're looking for, right? And somebody who can take the stress out of buying and selling homes, it's such a big decision and there's so much money involved and you're, you know, you're spreading it out usually over 30 years, you want to do the right thing. And that's where real estate agents I trust come in. It's a free service. We recommend these uh, agents for free. And you're going to have a lot in common because they're fans of the show too, just like you are. Whether you're buying or selling, you're going to want a realtor. From Real Estate Agents I Trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com Send the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. Hmm. Is there something going on in Iran right now? God, it's hmm? interesting. Hmm. It's amazing how the administration really doesn't pay any attention to this. Every time a Democrat is in office, when things are going on in Iran that you could encourage and help along, yeah. they don't. Y'all got to time these revolutions better. Yeah. Yes, you do. But these protests are continuing in Iran. Uh, I mean, brave people. 43 years now under the regime. Uh, maybe even more than that, because didn't the revolution against the Shah happen in 1979 when our, when our people got kidnapped? 43 years ago. Was it 43? Yeah, okay. All right, you're right. 43 years ago, 1979. I mean, it's not often my math is right. But, no, but uh, it was this time. Congratulations. i this time. <laughs> uh, okay, but we have a little look. There's a, some video of uh, the protests going yeah, this on. Is just, uh, yeah, it just continues. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And do we know what they're saying? So I sent this to uh, someone I know who can kind of speak Farsi. Mm-hmm. And the, the translation back was uh, something along the lines of, I'll kill anyone who kills my brother. <laughs> really? Right? Yeah. Because remember, huh. this started with the death of that young woman. And, I mean, th- this isn't stopping anytime soon. What, what day is this again for this? Oh, uh, we got it. What, what, what day are we on on this? Uh, uh, I think it says in the story, day 82? Is that right? Somewhere. It doesn't say here. Well, one of these stories that we have today talks about how oh, it might this be here. has gone on and continues to go on. They, uh, yeah. What's, hmm. what's the headline on this story, Pat, that you got right there? Uh, Iranians urge Biden to recognize revolution against regime. Yeah, Boycott happening. them that's, in everything. Oh, that's sure. Biden's going to step right up to the microphone. Bully pulpit time yeah. for Iranians. Mr. Freedom. freedom. A lot yeah. of people call him Mr. Freedom because he's so committed to it. <clears throat> you know, so. Yeah, this has been going on. Let's see, protests that have engulfed the nation for over 12 weeks. 12 weeks. 12 weeks. Now, my math fails me now. I Don't ask me now. It's a long time. Yeah, 82. Where are they? That's 84 days, right? I'm having a good. Ish. I'm having good yeah. brain morning. Aren't yeah, you, you are. Proud. Mm. Congratulations. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I think <clears throat> uh, we're up to seven full weeks now, and uh, they're not letting up. This is amazing to watch. Activists say the implication is clear: if the White House issues a stamp of approval on the revolutionary sentiments to topple the Iranian regime, the U.S. will be providing unconditional solidarity instead of standing largely on the sidelines. Which we always do when there's a Democrat in office. Now, I don't want to send military. No, no, I don't no, want to, no. I don't want to be funding the revolution. Just express support. Yes. 
make it clear that you are on their side. And it seems like that's all they're asking. Just give us a, you know, a vote of approval. How about that? This is a constitutional revolution for the basic rights of the Iranian people, said uh, one of these protesters who is a uh, designer and painter. Uh, She wants the U.S. to recognize the revolution of the Iranian people and to recognize it is not for the hijab. Iran's regime, according to critics, is now seeking to placate the demonstrators by tossing out possible concessions to stop the rolling protests. You know, one of the things that they did was uh, clamp down on people for just celebrating the U.S. victory over Iran so that the regime couldn't use that as propaganda. But that's how brutal they are. Yeah, I mean, one of the things they're doing is um, as more and more women are going out without a hijab on there, uh, you're getting two warnings via text message. And then after that... Guess what they do? They block access to your bank accounts. Oh my gosh. But no, let's let's go ahead and keep barreling down that road through a digital currency and right. cashless society. Jeez. Here's what happens right here. Yeah. And, and oh, they poisoned. There were these students that were getting ready to protest. I think it was 1,200 students came uh, ill with uh, food poisoning. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's not just the, the forced hijab. It's the mm-hmm. brutal treatment of women yeah. in general. That's what they're tired of. Yep. Stop mistreating women. Let us be not second-class citizens, but just be on a par with everybody else. How about that? 24-year-old woman who lives in Tehran said, the regime of the Islamic Republic is not legitimate. It is terrorist. It is now a revolution and not a single protest. Mm-hmm. She urged the Biden administration to not negotiate and debate with the Iranian regime. Boycott them in everything. True. That's interesting because, you know, that will hurt the people, too. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I bet they, they probably do understand that, but they know they're going to have to get some pain before things can get better. you got to go through hell before you get to heaven. Steve yep. Miller. Yeah. <laughs> Her enthusiasm about speaking with an American news organization was evident saying we love the american people wow. and would like to learn about them wow and God, I pre- that is so different isn't that something i appreciate that i mean instead of death to america all the time right let's learn about america well i hate right. to tell you that uh you got you got some time why don't you pull up a chair grab a cup of coffee and i'll tell you about uh, how you're not allowed to read certain books in uh mm-hmm. libraries to children unless you dress like a woman and uh and you, you, as a man, yeah, as a man, you know. And, and let me let me we, tell you, we don't just want women dressing like women. Right. We want men dressing like women. Have you ever heard about the American Girl Doll Company? <laughs> have I got a story for you? You'll you fall in heard, love with our country. Have you ever heard of Kroger? <laughs> I, I love what Tom oh. Cotton has done with the Kroger thing because yeah, uh, I didn't know. Yeah, there. I didn't know Kroger was super woke. I did not either. Yeah, but if, that's why he was so pissy to them, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't think they expected it. You know, they're looking for a little help. Hey, throw us a bone here, Republicans. Yeah, no, we remember what you did just last year, and your woke policies. Uh, let me see. I have that somewhere where they're, uh, where I think it is Cotton who's talking to him like a year ago. Mm. Here is uh, some of what he had to say to the Kroger CEO last year. Last year. How you 
and it went a little something Some, yeah. like the this. Burger had a vegan worker with strong <laughs> ethical beliefs about animal welfare. Um, if she requested to work outside, say, the butcher department and instead in the produce department, would Kroger accommodate that request? Thank, thank you, Senator, for the question. And it's one of the nice things about uh, uh, one of our retail stores. There's many different areas. No. And we routinely have people uh, routinely. transferring between departments. Yeah, so if they're vegans and stuff, they we move yeah. them all over the place. Okay. Okay. To accommodate. Will you do similar co- accommodations for Christians? Uh, we'll get into that coming up here in a few minutes mm. because uh, this is fascinating. As they try to merge with Albertsons, Kroger's is second largest grocery st- grocery chain. Uh, Albertsons is fourth. So you put those two together, they're going to rival Walmart. Right. So it's a pretty big deal. We'll get into some of the responses that the CEO at Kroger had coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Postmaster Jeffy tweets. It's funny that Twitter is getting in trouble now for setting up bedrooms at work. After a few years of allowing all workers the option of literally working from their bedrooms and being <laughs> celebrated for it. Yes. From Whitey Mike. Oh, we expected this. Is and he, here it is. He's the shark expert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whitey Mike, shark expert. <laughs> uh, I think Apple has facility, facilities in China that have literally, that literally have living quarters at the factory so the people never have to leave. Wonder what San Francisco thinks about that. Hmm. Furion Energy, again, I'll offer up a trade with Iran. We'll give you our liberal white woman or woman who thinks America is hell on earth. And we'll take your woman who just wants a bit of individual liberty. That'd be a good trade, actually. Yeah. But it should be all liberal white women who think America is hell on earth. Get rid of them all. Mm-hmm. And we'll take your, yeah, we'll take your one woman. Yep. Fair trade. <laughs> Uh, Pixie Pie tweets, it is an absolute must to stay in a constant state of prayer for all these countries rising up against the regimes. That's true. Jackal12345, so are we waiting till Monday to add the Iran flag to our profiles? Or do we have to have it done today? Should we add a pink bow so they know it's for women? Oh. Probably. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, probably No, that, I don't know that. No, it's got to be a, uh, it's got to be like a, uh, a mindless cause oh, okay. for, for people to Does do it? that yeah like if liberals are going to get on board it's got to be something like oh look i'm wearing a mask oh look i've got the vaccine oh look i support All ukraine right. and stuff yeah no, you're probably they're right not gonna get behind freedom also let me take a minute and tell you about rough greens um if your dog has become a little lethargic uh maybe getting a little wide around the middle uh <laughs> there is something you can do who among us put some uh put some nutrition back into their life because if you feed them the dry kibble stuff that's been sterilized, so it lasts on the store shelf for years at a time, uh, all of the all of the living things, all of the elements that make it good for them have been just burned out in the process, in the sterilization process. So put back the vitamins and minerals, the probiotics, the antioxidants, all the nutrients that are otherwise missing, and you do that with Ref Greens. Plus, dogs go crazy for this stuff. My dog wouldn't eat her food without... Rough greens sprinkled on top just looks at you like, all right, finish it up here. All right, yeah, you got the dry kibble crap, but where's my rough greens? And your dog will do the same. Uh, Unless your dog is like Keith's dogs. The only dogs I know of that didn't take to it immediately. I mean, they're oddballs. Yeah, obviously. 
And Rough Greens, uh, they don't want you to waste your money. So they will send you a small bag for your dog to try out for a day or two. And all you have to do is pick up the shipping on that. Just go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F greens.com or call 833-783-33. See, it's got the Glenn thing. This is the Glenn information. What? Yeah. So I'm just trying to remember the number by... by, uh, Anyway, go to roughgreens.com slash, slash path. Yeah. Roughgreens.com slash path. Some good news at uh, Southwest where your bags fly free, but your free speech doesn't fly at all. Oh, I like that. That's, That's a great good. headline, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. Who uh, that? Whose uh, headline is that? Uh, let's see. The Blaze, yeah. of course. The There's a judge that just ordered Southwest Airlines to reinstate a flight attendant who was fired for expressing pro-life views. Ooh. Mm. Can't be doing that. No, I don't want to. I don't want to hear your anti-women rhetoric. Was this on a social media account? Do we know? Mm, it probably think... says within the context okay. of, All right, of the story. All right, so good. let's find out together, Yay. shall we? Uh, Southwest fired flight attendant Charlene Carter from her dream job for expressing pro-life views. Uh, Carter fought the airline and Transport Workers Union Local 556 for nearly f- six years. Six years! Mm. Uh, she finally won that battle in July. The judge who ruled in her favor issued an order this week requiring the airline to reinstate her with full seniority and benefits. In July, a federal ju- uh, jury agreed that Carter had been wrongfully terminated for her pro-life and religious views and awarded the former flight attendant $5.1 million. All right. Nice. (laughs) $950,000 from the local 556 and $4.15 million from Southwest. Dallas Morning News reported that the U.S. District Judge Brantley Starr guess who he was nominated by? (laughs) Donald Trump. Always! Man, that is one thing Trump did a tremendous job on. I cannot imagine where we would be with uh-huh. a lot of these rulings. I mean, yeah, what kind of country would we be as bad as it is now? Yeah. Think of the things. So much worse. Think of the things that, so that, much. that a Hillary Clinton judge would have left in place. Masks on planes. Yep. Vaccine mandates. Uh, this pro-life ruling and so many others that we have given trump judges credit for that would be hillary clinton judges i don't think so (sighs) while noting that the jury uh also awarded carter future pay lost as a result of her discriminatory firing by southwest uh star wrote that carter would rather have her job back and so i guess she now has her job back i'm not sure i'd want to go back to a job that fired me because i i had pro-life views hold on i'm not sure i'd want to go back to a job if i've got 5.6 mil in the bank either yeah is that what well let's see did they reduce that i think they did oh okay 
yeah. Probably hasn't gotten any of it yet. They had to reduce the original amount to $810,000, oh, okay. including 150000 in back pay, because mm. federal discrimination law uh, limits the damages. Ah! That sucks. So, I mean, that's still... I mean, that's not nothing. You no, know? no. Uh, that's decent. And she got her job back. Uh, and Southwest. I mean, I'm. it's really disappointing that Southwest did this. If we talked about it, I'd forgotten in the, uh, in the inter- interim that, that they did this. <laughs> and it doesn't really say... Does it say where she made the I statement? I think it was online. I'm not sure, though. I'd have to go back. So and... many people get fired for things that they put on Twitter. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I think this was... I, I want to say it was Facebook, but I just... I'm not sure off the top of my mm. head here. But they, the Southwest also flew employees. Yeah, it was Facebook post. Okay. Yeah. They flew employees up to protest Donald Trump's pro-life views. All right. That's shut right. Up, Southwest. Gosh. That, that is dis- disappointing because... Uh, it is. There's been a couple things with Southwest. Didn't they kick a handicapped kid <laughs> off a flight or something for no reason? Other Sounds familiar, just like, but yeah. yeah, there might be a problem. Is there yet? No. <laughs> no. I Crazy. remember that one. That, that was it, it's, it's amazing that almost every company that we frequent, that we do business with, they all have these woke, stupid, progressive policies. You know, back to the what we were playing with Rod Dreher from Kroger. He's the CEO oh, yeah. at Kroger, and he was being... Uh, questioned by tom cotton now this was about a year ago when he did this questioning and uh here's what the kroger ceo had to say about their company policies uh some of that is just personal interest uh some of that is uh to grow in their own personal career and if you look at our store directors moving, 70 moving employees of our store directors started mm-hmm. out as an hourly associate so it's okay. easy to accommodate somebody no. uh, and that accommodation is really uh, based on uh, their own desires and their own interests. Oh, it's easy to accommodate somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, it's easy to accommodate a vegan mm-hmm. or, you know, the LGBTQQIA2 plus lifestyle community people. Uh, it's easy to accommodate them. But what about others? I wonder. Would you make such what accommodations based on their Christian beliefs as well? Mm. Uh, we would not get involved in terms of oh. uh, religious uh, beliefs. Okay, uh, the reason I ask is that you recently agreed to pay $180,000 to settle a religious discrimination case mm. in Conway, Arkansas. Hmm. In that case, two Kroger <clears throat> employees, Brenda Lawson, age 72, and Trudy Rickard, age 57, uh, declined the uh, directive to begin wearing a new store apron with mm. a multicolored heart symbol on it. They, like many other of your employees, felt uncomfortable with the new aprons because they mm. thought the heart resembled a gay pride symbol. Rather than make accommodations, mm-hmm. Kroger fired oh. these two employees. Oh, One employee nice. simply asked to cover Gosh. the symbol with a name tag but Kroger refused even that reasonable accommodation. Are you aware of these terminations, Mr. McMullen? Uh, Senator, I am, I am not. What? Com- not a pri- Come on. The CEO of the company is not aware of a $180,000 lawsuit? Do you buy that? No, not for a second. Get out of here. A lawsuit either by two disgruntled employees, Mr. Mullen. This was brought by the EEOC. So oh. are you not aware when you're... The company is sued for religious discrimination 
by the United States government? Uh, no, sir, I am not. <laughs> not always. A lion's sack. I'm disappointed by that. Huh. Um, are you aware that, Mr. Mo- or Mr. McMullen, are you aware that Kroger has something called an allyship guide for its employees? Oh, boy. Uh, yes, Senator. Okay. No, yeah, he's aware of that. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. In the allyship guide, you direct employees to stop using sir and ma'am oh, God. because they're not inclusive. I was Heaven not help us. aware of this at all. Do you expect Unreal. 72-year-old employees in rural areas of Arkansas to really stop using words like sir and ma'am? If you, if you look at our allyship guide overall, it's trying to uh, support our associates and uh, uh, going forward, except for the ones who have any religious beliefs at all, right? Or you know, traditional speech, uh, you know, like from the South, where pretty much everybody says "sir" and "ma'am," and uh, we don't want to accommodate them, mm. you know. But and trying to in- be inclusive for everybody with mm. all different beliefs. Well, and, except again, uh, when, again, except right, for Christianity. Right. Sure. Right, and traditional forms of speech. We, we don't want to accommodate <laughs> them. Look at our associate resource group. Uh-huh. Uh, our associate resource groups were created several years ago uh, for people with different types of interests. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And okay. uh, we think it's incredibly okay. important incredibly to be an inclusive, important. opening culture uh, to welcome all associates. Well, if again, by all, I mean all except, you know, those with uh, Christian beliefs. Or any sort of traditional forms of speech and and mannerisms, uh, we don't want to accommodate them at all. Okay. Stores in rural Arkansas refer to other employees or customers or sir as ma'am. Do they face disciplinary action? Uh, I, not that I'm aware of, sir. I would have to ask. Are, uh, You'd have to are, ask. Are you still? Because all he is is the CEO. Guess what his salary of the, of the company? What What would you know if oh, his salary? Yeah, I looked up his salary because you can't expect okay. a CEO to know. Well, when not the, know everything. A like lawsuit this. arrives from the federal government, <laughs> right? right? That That's above him, right? I think I, that's not his above purview. his pay grade, right? Anyway, uh, well, no, it's some somebody, right? <laughs> has to deal with this stuff, but not him. At twenty point six million dollars a year, twenty point six. So I wouldn't million. know when the government is suing our company. Because I only make wow. a measly twenty point six mil. Wow, uh, that's not a bad salary. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. I if somebody I offered that me that, yeah, you could make it work. I could make it work. Make it work. I wouldn't even negotiate with you. Huh? I'll just say yes. Okay, hmm. that's fine. <laughs> yes, twenty point six million. Okay. I mean, you're gonna wait though and call back later right you're not going to tell him right on the spot um no i think i'm going to tell him right on the spot uh yeah i'll take that you're not even going to say let me i'm think not going to be this? coy about it yeah. no I, i'm <laughs> not say, i'm not asking if me, you're going to ask for more i'm asking if you're just going to take a little bit of time let to me talk look. to my wife okay. about it see if she likes 20.6 million a year mm-hmm. you know that might be too many trips to the bank for her i don't mm-hmm. know is that where you I go like know. this where you go hey are you good? she's good she's totally good with that <laughs> that's about it yep Still requiring employees to wear mm-hmm. the apron. Hmm? Hello. You still are you still requiring the employees wear the apron? Ooh, I, I, I want to. How come that went away? Oh, that just went down. It just dropped dead. Here. Oh, is the Wi-Fi in, in your side of the room bad too? No, it's actually oh, moving. Okay, I'm just getting no sound from it anymore. Oh. I wonder. Employees oh, there we go. Okay. Stores in rural yeah. Arkansas mm-hmm. refer to other yes. employees or customers or sir as ma'am. Yep. Do yep. they face disciplinary action? Not that he is. Well, I had uh, I, not that I'd I'm have aware to ask. Of, sir. I would have to ask. Are, I don't know. Okay. Make are, are you still requiring employees <laughs> uh-huh. to wear the apron with the rainbow heart symbol on it? 
Yeah, if you, yeah. The, um, okay, yeah. If you look at this, uh, if you we, look at we it, put in place an apron several years ago because mm. our associates <laughs> wanted to have a common dress code. Uh, Did they? The heart is the symbol of art. The Kroger's fundamental purpose is to feed the human spirit, and uh, part of feeding the human spirit is the <laughs> okay. heart, and that heart, heart is our fundamental strategy uh, to support our purpose. Shut up. Uh, the colors were Garbage. not tied to uh, any uh, specific thing. Sure. Well, I'm not sure I believe that because it was introduced sure. during Pride Month as a supposed sign of inclusivity, and a federal judge didn't agree Thank with you. it either. That's why he rejected your company's motion for summary judgment, and you just paid $180,000 to two mm. employees that you wrongly terminated. By the way, would you like to offer an apology here to Brenda Lawson and Trudy Rickard for the ordeal they went through? Hmm. I, I would need to understand more of the details, Senator. Thank you. Okay. Um, so yeah. is it the case that you are still required? You can't just willy-nilly apologize <laughs> to employees that you're wrongly right. fired. Right. If, right. If, if I start throwing out apologies <laughs> to these employees. Pretty soon I'll be apologizing right. to everybody right. and I can't I'm have I'm going to have to go on tour to all the Kroger's around. <laughs> And if you guys, uh, you know, ever give us more stores with that merger, then think of my workload. Yeah, right. I have to visit so many. And if they only double my salary to control two companies like this, uh, wow. To- I was completely unaware of this happening a year ago. That really puts into, into context uh, the clip we had yesterday. Doesn't it? Yeah. Can we can we hit it one yeah. more time real quick? Okay. So now, yeah. now they want the merger a year Here's later. Here's what just happened. Okay. This situation reminds me a little bit of the situation big tech companies have found themselves in in recent years. They've come to Washington because they fear regulation from our Democratic friends or action by the Biden administration, and they expect Republicans who are traditionally more supportive of free enterprise to come to their defense. And I've cautioned them for years that if they silence uh, conservatives and center-right Mm-hmm. Uh, voters across the country, if they discriminate against them in their company, yeah. they probably shouldn't come and ask Republican senators to carry the water <laughs> for them whenever our Democratic friends want to regulate them or block yep. their mergers. That's so great. I, I've heard a lot, a lot of questioning about that <laughs> today, and I've read a lot about it in the news. Um, and I'll say this. I'm sorry that's happening to you. Best of luck. Hashtag suck it. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I just love Tom Cotton. Jeez. <laughs> After that previous testimony, yes. I'm really not sorry it's happening yeah. to him. Good for you. Later. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> you ain't getting my vote. Wow. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about keeps. Um, if you're starting to be really concerned, or maybe you've been concerned for a while about hair loss, there is something you can do about it, and that's keeps. Go to keeps.com slash pad. And you just pick out the products that are relevant to you. They will work with you on customizing uh, hair treatment to, f- to fit what you're looking to do. Whether that's to keep your hair, regrow hair, or uh, just take care of the hair that you have, Keeps has a plan for you. And once you get involved with Keeps, you can go ahead and question and ask, ask questions of your Keeps doctor, your physician, 24-7. They're always there to to help you out and uh, get you through any sort of uh, problems that you might be having. Visit keeps.com slash pad. Get 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S. K-E-E-P-S dot com. Keeps.com slash pad. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Unleashed. Good news. I mean, seriously, good news. Mm. Brittany Griner finally freed from her Russian prison. 
in an exchange uh, for an arms dealer. A Russian arms dealer was traded for Brittany Griner, but straight she's up, on the way home. Straight up one for one, as far as we know. Yep. There weren't any like WNBA <laughs> draft picks exchanged. It was... Not even future ones. Not even future considerations. No. Hmm. Well, I'm glad she's home for the holidays. Yeah, me too. That's great. I, I wonder what else <laughs> we gave up, though. Yeah. Uh, that, we'll, that we'll never know about. Yeah, probably something. Or maybe many things. Also, uh, Celine Dion has been diagnosed with an incurable neurological disease. She just said in a, t- a tearful clip that she has a one in a million stiff person syndrome that turns sufferers into human statues. Wow. Weird. What? I have never heard of that. What in the world? Isn't it something? Uh, causes the muscles to tense uncontrollably. Weird. Wow. But I, I guess there's no cure, but you can delay the progress of it. And so hopefully uh, she'll be able to do that. Yeah, because she wow. canceled <clears throat> tour dates, but then rescheduled some. So she's still planning on being out there, it sounds like. Yeah. Mm. My gosh. 54 years old now. Hmm. I'm just Jeff I'm looking at this right now. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at this right now. Working with her sports that, medicine therapist every day to build really back her weird. strength and ability to perform again. I've got a picture of her on uh, the Drudge Report, and man, does she look skinny. Just really. Mm. Uh, of course, I mean, she's always been thin, but looks almost skeletal here. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's part of it, but uh, really sad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Gas prices supposedly are now lower than they were a year ago. Now we have Biden out there proclaiming oh, but they're they're even lower than the Putin's war on Ukraine and the Putin price hike. <laughs> yeah, but they're not lower than when you took office. That's for sure. They're still, I think they're still about a dollar higher than they were when he took yeah. office. So yep, yep. Uh-huh. there's some work to be done here. But the national average price for regular gas stands at uh three thirty three today. A year ago it was three thirty-four. Woo! Well, what are you gonna do with that penny savings? Um, what are you gonna do with it? Well you gotta invest it, obviously. <clears throat> obviously. You don't wanna just sit on it. Yeah. And at, then, and then, uh, by just by watch the, the savings grow. Sure, it, end of the decade, a penny and a half, yeah. maybe two pennies. It adds up. It does. It sure does. Every little bit helps, as they say. <laughs> at their peak, gas prices were over five dollars a gallon in mid June. <clears throat> the pr- price of West Texas Intermediate Crude, the U.S. benchmark that serves as the main driver of gas prices, this week fell to its lowest level of the year, seventy-two dollars a barrel. Wow, it's still 72 bucks a barrel, though. So we Jeez. do or do not think Putin. I mean, if he gave us the price hike, right. is he also All responsible right. for the price drop? Is <laughs> this don't... the Putin price drop? Huh. Maybe Ducey should ask uh, KJP <laughs> that very question. I will. <laughs> uh, okay, well. Since it was all his fault, is it now? Do we now praise mm-hmm. him for bringing him back down? Uh, I'd say yes. So I'm just looking here. The price on opening day, January twentieth. Okay, okay, so this hits so two forty six. 
246. And January 2021, January 18th mm. is, is close. Like, like this. 90 cents-ish yep. in that range yep. somewhere. Yep. So still higher. Still got a ways a to go, higher. Joe, before you start bragging about things in the oh, press releases. And yet he is. Oh, He's yeah. bragging and about it anyway, his, incessantly. Yeah, and his stupid Twitter account is constantly... Hey, let's use that fun word, gaslighting. You know, talking about how, oh, unemployment is down compared to when we took office and all this stuff. Oh, People weren't allowed to go to their jobs, moron. Right. Stop taking credit. I can't take it. I, I can't believe he will compare things now to when we were in the heat, the worst part of the pandemic, and businesses were having to close. I mean, that's just, it's despicable. It's gross. The Obama White House chef... Hmm? is warning about rice, chocolate, and coffee. And A warning? All these things will disappear, nearly disappear in 30 years. Hmm, okay. Oh, that's one of those stories hmm. I save. Yeah. Hang on to that for 30 years. Yeah, uh, we'll tell you about it. Uh, <laughs> coming up next, why? Why do you think they'll disappear? Hmm, wonder what that cause could be. <laughs> Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. <coughs> December 8th already? Golly. Just goes by so fast. Uh, the Obama's White House chef is warning that everyday food products will be hard to come by in 30 years. You know, things like rice, chocolate, coffee. Things that we don't eat, though. They, Those are, right. Nobody consumes. So rare that you would ever have chocolate. <laughs> or rice, right? Or rice. Who eats rice? Nobody. And uh, Who drinks coffee? Who drinks coffee, huh? huh? And I mean, you'll never believe what he's attributing this shortage to. Oh. Climate change. Huh. Wow. Wow. That, that, that Didn't is, see that coming. That's a stunner. Isn't it? That's a, that's a stunner. <laughs> At a recent dinner... A uh, big dinner event to promote regenerative, uh, regenerative, re, okay, why okay. can't I now, say it? Now, say regenerative. Not a chance. Uh, I want to hear Tom Brokaw say it. Uh, well, it's, but see, there's no L in it, so oh, he'll be able to say it. regenerative. Oh, okay. Agriculture, agriculture would be the harder one. Agriculture. Uh, Sam Cass, who also served as White House Senior Policy Advisor for Nutrition, listed rice, coffee, wine, and chocolate as examples of popular food items that could become scarce in the decades to come because bum, 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 bum. climate change. <laughs> A number of foods that we hold very dear to our hearts and largely take for granted are under real threat, he said. And you're seeing the future. We're on track for a lot of those to become quite scarce and some really to be largely unavailable to most people and others just significantly increased in cost. You know, with a 0.9 degree temperature rise, let's say it goes up two degrees, you're still talking about a better growing period right. than we used to have. Right. Unless it skyrockets to four, five degrees, then you're in trouble, right? Then you're going to be burning up crops. Yeah. But like that two degree increase in a hundred years is not a big deal. When you're growing barley, uh, up in uh, was it? It was Greenland, right? Yeah, yeah. When when that happens again, right? Then we'll know it's as warm as it was when the Vikings were able to do that, right? Way back when. So when we can start doing that, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. when we're starting to grow citrus 
trees in Britain again. And palm trees. Right. In the Arctic. So when when we get that warm, then call me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then then you can tell me that, okay, we, there might be a problem here. <sighs> Until then, relax Please. and enjoy the extra food we have available. <laughs> Jeez. Right. Right. If it's, if it's warmer than it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm then you should actually be saying thank you. Right. Yes. Because can you imagine what the famine would be if it were as cold? Do I have this right? I don't know. And really, what temperature is it supposed to be? I don't know. It's been a million different temperatures over the years. For the millions and millions of years that we've been here, right, the the four billion years since the Earth just formed out of coincidence incredible unbelievable coincidence after nothingness exploded into everythingness mm-hmm. uh how do how do we know what the uh, what the ideal temperature is on this planet we don't we don't but yeah get a hold of me when it's five eight ten degrees hotter then i'll tell you okay yeah we're and we don't see any snow ever i mean this has been we've lived in texas uh, combined uh, between Houston and mm. Dallas. We've lived in Texas for 19 years now. This is by far the coldest November, the coldest fall we've ever had. It's not even winter yet, and we've had really cold days here already. That doesn't happen here. Okay, but now it's warm. So, what But is, now it's warm what again. What are you yeah. saying about it's that? It's in the 70s. Denier? If it was in the hundreds, uh-huh. I might be concerned. But yeah. I think, ah, maybe there's something to this global warming thing. It's in the hundreds in December, but it's not. So I don't really worry about it. Do you? Are you concerned? Because next week I think we got another cold front. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I'm I'm living for that cold front. I can't wait because I can't take warmth around Christmas. I know I hate it. I just it's so depressing. It is. Let me just check here. Let me just make sure here. <laughs> that cold front better be coming back. Like it you better. Said yeah. Oh wait. I, just... I saw temperatures in the 40s at least one of those days. Oh yeah, baby. 40s yeah. and 30s. Yes. Uh, yes! Late next week. No, late next week? Yeah. Okay, well, that's just in time for Christmas. Just in time for right? for Hans Gruber right? to meet his demise. It's going to get cold before you get to the bottom of this tower, sir. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. So that'll be good. We have this week and next week, and then, and then of course, we'll see you the uh, first of next year. Mm. We'll be on our Christmas break. Uh, January 4th. And that'll be fun if, uh, if we do get some cold in the meantime. That'll be great. Uh, well, we knew this was coming. Uh, the Netherlands police are using heavy machinery to tip over tractors with farmers inside them. Oh, oh man. Here's a look at what's going on because... They're blocking the roads there because, remember, they're taking these... Uh, they're forcing these farmers to sell. Their yeah, lands. Yeah, they want yeah. 3,000 farmers mm-hmm. to sell their property to them. Well, we're going to give them more than it's worth. Yeah, they, that's not the point. Man. They don't want to move. They don't want to do something different. They're farmers. This is what they do. What is it? I see the Netherlands uh, is the number. Mm. Oh, my gosh. They are at the top. They're very close to the top as far as, you know, feeding the world. So, of course, WEF policies would go after them. Yep. Uh, Because we're going to replace what they're growing with bugs. We'll just eat bugs. You don't have to worry about it. There's a lot of protein in bugs. Listen to this. Listen to this. Netherlands produces 4 million cows, 13 million pigs, 104 million chickens annually, and is wow. Europe's biggest meat exporter. Also Jeez. provides vegetables to much of Western Europe, 
country has nearly 24,000 acres, almost twice the size of Manhattan, of crops that grow in greenhouses. And let's see. Hmm. Uh, it just said there's the second largest exporter of... but. Corn. Why would wheat? Why why would the internet work? Grains of all kinds. In this room, I swear, I'm gonna find where my <laughs> Wi-Fi is coming from. I'm gonna <laughs> drag that Ethernet cable into this room. All right. Anyway, mm-hmm. the, the second. I, you know what? I'm gonna just randomly. Gluten. I'm gonna the re- second biggest imp- exporter of gluten. You're gonna be reading a story about something else, and then I'm just gonna be like, yeah, corn, <laughs> and you'll know what it is. It's okay. finally loaded. Uh, oh, second largest uh, food export. Food. Second largest in the world, the Netherlands. Of course you have to go after that. After us? After us. My gosh. I didn't know that. I didn't either. The Dutch have that kind of exporting business with food? I wouldn't I would not have guessed. I mean that. they you talk about punching huh. above their weight. Yeah. Am I right? Right, you are right. And the industry's growing. Well, you can't have that. Uh-huh. Dutch agriculture export exports rose nine point four percent. That's what probably prompted uh Klaus Schwab to get on the phone and say, Go after the farmers. Uh, uh, the only thing less popular <laughs> than putting money into banks yeah. is putting money into the online industry. <laughs> you're yeah. sitting here and you're, you are right. laughing about some of these problems. Are people going to look at this and say, oh, that's punch drunk. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why this doesn't sound like what I'm looking for. Here. Yeah, I still don't miss him. Yeah, I don't. Regardless either. of what sound clip I you play. I don't either. Uh, Let me tell you about Thunderstorm air purifiers. If you're looking for a way to clean up your air, not just heavily perfume it and just cover up odors with a different odor that's maybe even more offensive, (laughs) I can't take that. I I don't know. I've got, like, sensitive olfactory or something. Anyway, this freshens your home. It gets rid of any odor, like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke. That's a hard one to get rid of because it's in your walls, carpeting. But... The Thunderstorm air purifier does it. Dirty diapers, cooking smells, it eliminates the odor. It doesn't just mask them. Over 265,000 thunderstorms have been sold. So you know it works. And uh, I'm telling you, I love it. it. It really does do what they say it does. It does purify your air. And here's a great thing. You don't have to change the filters all the time because there aren't any well, how do I install it? I'm not very good at installing things. Yeah, you don't have to be. It's got a little uh, uh, outlet that pops up, and you plug it into the wall, and you're done. Well, you have to turn it on. So you plug it into oh, the wall. See. You turn it on. You got to turn it on. Yeah, you do have to see? turn it on. So you see? were hiding that step. You from knew us. there was a catch. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. It couldn't be that easy. Yeah, you gotta have to turn it on. Grab hold of the knob and turn it on. Too many steps. <laughs> no, this is awesome. I'm just like you, man. I cannot stand. Don't like it. Just smells, period. Mm-hmm. I just don't like right. smells, period, right. man. Are you Get offended by head, like really heavy perfume when somebody walks by? It's like, oh my gosh. Yes, that's a non-starter, man. In a restaurant, I'll be sitting there eating and oh. somebody will walk by, you know, like an 80-year-old woman who's just bathed in perfume, right, right. marinated in it for like three days, and it <laughs> flavors your food. It's like, I don't want your perfume-flavored yeah. food. No, this is, this is the... The product for me because uh, mm-hmm. I got two things. When you're at the restaurant, like you said, and they're they're, they're spraying down a table mm-hmm. near you, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Are you for real?" I know. Stop. I'm eating food here. Did Thank you. you. And you then and then the other thing is when you get in an Uber, <laughs> uh huh, and like oh. I don't know what what 
gym odors the guy's trying to cover up in there. Uh-huh. But like you said, it's that perfume smell. I Man, just roll down the window. hate those hanging yep, tree things that stink up your car. And I could do this all day, Pat. I could too. I, if, if I go to a rental car place, mm-hmm. before I sign off on a car, I got to open the doors. If I smell cigarette smoke or perfume, oh, I can't do it. I got to go to the next one. Let's go. Keep right. walking. can't do it. <laughs> Jeez, I went... I mean, we're going a little <laughs> long on this, but... I went to a, a, a hotel... A few years ago to watch a, a BYU game. They were playing Houston. So I went down to Houston, stayed at, at one of the hotels, and uh, they didn't have any non-smoking rooms left. Wow. I, I don't know what was going on in town, but wow. everything was full. So I got stuck in a room oh. with that is smoking. Oh, I almost, I almost died that night. I literally and then, and then the worst part is when you leave night. the room later and you still smell like that and you're like, yeah. I haven't been smoking, Horrible. I promise. I really wish I would have had a thunderstorm <laughs> air purifier yes. for that particular instance. <laughs> Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Eden, E-D-E-N, PureDeals.com. Use the discount code uh, PAT3 and you'll save $200. That's three thunderstorm air purifiers for under 200 bucks. The shipping is free. EdenPureDeals.com. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, This is disturbing. We don't know what's going on here. Um, Oh, this video. Mm-hmm. This is from a gym in Ecuador. A woman, a young woman. I mean, how old is she? 28 years 28. old. 28. Uh, it's not really graphic, but it is, it's disturbing because she falls over uh, and died in Ecuador. Check oh, this out. So she's in the gym here. Oh, he, look, I got a warning there. Mm-hmm. She's in the uh, little purple shirt just standing there. She goes oh, okay. lunging. Looks fine. <sighs> but then, oh boy. Oh no. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. God, Everyone so rushes sad. to her aid. Yeah. And they don't know what happened. I don't think we have uh, the cause yet on that. Mm. But of course, it's every day that you see stuff like that. Happen. Every, literally every day. And I'm sure it has nothing yeah, to attack. do with it. Heart attack. Is it a ruling? And she's 28. 28 years old. Of course, heart attack I, for 28 year olds. Oh, jeez. Every day. What in the world? Is that myocarditis thing? I don't know why that popped into my head, but... Hmm? That's you know. a stretch. Mm-hmm. I know. Then we got singer Rod Stewart uh, just revealed his 11-year-old son, Aiden, was rushed to a hospital with a suspected heart attack after collapsing at a football match. I'm sure that's just a totally unrelated situation there. Totally. 11 years old. And now they think, okay, it could be a heart attack. Might have been a panic attack. Yeah, that was Rod Stewart saying that panic attack later. So I don't... <laughs> I don't know. these. The, what was, are the symptoms of a panic attack, y'all? Uh, I don't know, but he said he was going blue uh-huh. and was unconscious until he calmed down. <clears throat> Do you turn blue for a panic attack? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm looking at a lot of symptoms here, and none of them say turn blue, and none say pass out, because he did, right? Now, Rod Stewart, here's another thing, uh, apart from any of the other speculation we're doing on what the cause of this was. Mm-hmm. He has seven kids who range in age from 43 to 11. Wow. <laughs> 11? Bro. What? You were having kids at 66 years old. 
Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, he'll be 78 in January. Wow. He's got a brood. Wow. Yes, he do. Yeah, he sure does. But yeah, so 11-year-old with a heart attack. Again, it's just one of these things that mm. you just... I mean, it happens all the time. All the time. How many 11-year-olds? If if I had a dollar for okay. every 11-year-old we've had a story about having a heart attack... Okay. I, I mean... Oh. I'd have a dollar. Oh, okay. So... Hang on. There you go. Mm-hmm. I got a oh, dollar. You got a dollar? There you go. So, uh, oh, thank you. Appreciate you that. Wait, it's a prop. Don't put it in your pocket. No, you just gave I'm me I'm going to need that me back. Yeah, no, it's, just well, I'm not ever giving him any more stories about 11 year olds <laughs> with heart attacks, although I'm sure there'd be plenty that happen. But yeah, and this is kind of like that. Um, the Hawks uh, uh, TV announcer yesterday oh. when we had the stroke and stuff. Right. You know what's causing this, right? We've talked about this before. Maybe it was just on overtime. Climate it, change? Well, yeah, climate change is the tiny particles in the air. You're right. Remember that? The tiny particles yeah. are causing all of these sads. and Tiny these... particles. Oh, there we go. In the air. <laughs> cause heart attacks. Everywhere. Every, everywhere. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, That's beautiful. Isn't that lovely? There's, there's there's something there. There is. You need to write these there's, lyrics down. There needs down. to be a tiny particle song. I'm going to need that dollar. No, I, you just gave it to me. Because they said, if I had a dollar for every time I've done a story on an 11-year-old with a heart attack, right. and you gave me the dollar. So, what's, so what, now I have a dollar. Do you have another story in front of you there? I have a Dr. Fauci story. Okay, so we're moving on from the kid with the 11-year-old with the heart attack, mm-hmm. so I need the... Mm-hmm. But I already put it in my bit, pocket. It's mine over. now. It's mine now. <laughs> That was not a bit. That was that was not a bit. I don't know where you're getting that. Uh, while Americans were suffering throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Dr. Fauci saw his net worth skyrocket. No. You're serious? Shocking, right? I won't have it. And don't say if I had a dollar for every time I heard Dr. <laughs> Fauci benefiting from the pandemic. I'll go broke, man. Uh, those are the findings, though, of a public investigation into the finances of the NIH uh, leader, uh, as well as that of his wife, Christine Grady, who mm. is ironically a bioethicist mm-hmm. at the National <laughs> Institutes of Health. Isn't that fun? Isn't that and fun? And then don't forget his daughter uh, working as a gatekeeper at Twitter. Oh, right. That's right. Mm. According to Fauci's uh, fiscal year 2021 financial disclosures from the NIH, the Fauci household's net worth now exceeds 12.6 million, up 5 million <laughs> from 2019 through 2021. Now, how does that happen on a salary of 470,000 or whatever it is he makes? <clears throat> you know, he makes $470,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Where's this kind of money coming from? Oh, from investments. A 70% boon for the nation's highest-paid civil servant at a time when Americans have lost an average of more than 4200 a year under the Biden administration. Jeez. The financial analysis from Open the Books breaks down the COVID czar's total income streams. Okay. Investment gains, 910000 Gifts and awards, 919000 Oh God! Federal employment compensation six hundred ninety four thousand nine hundred ninety eight dollars. Perks and pension benefits two hundred eight thousand four ninety nine, and royalties and professional reimbursements over a hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So he's doing okay. If doing you've been okay. worried about the finan- financial finances oh, of uh, Anthony Fauci, you Always. needn't. 
always stress about how. Do you really? The you good stress about it a doing. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because he's been so good for us over the years, <laughs> you really develop a real sentiment towards. Don't forget him, when don't he you? retires here in a couple of weeks, he's going to be making an extra three hundred and fifty k per year from your paycheck for life to him. Yeah, just for life, for life though, mm-hmm. just forever. As long as he lives, long, uh, he'll make that much money. How, how long? Hold on a second. How long do trolls live? <laughs> how long? Because we could be on the hook for a lot. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Let's just see how long do trolls live. Let's see mm. what Google says. All right. Trolls reach maturity at age seventeen. What is this I'm reading? Help me. <laughs> uh, but most troll. How old is he? Eighty-two, I think. Well, most trolls live no longer than age eighty or so. Oh, according wow. to whatever the he's hell already I'm on bor- borrowed time, I guess. Oh, this is this is trolls and timelines in role playing. Oh, okay. So. Hmm. So yeah, maybe we won't be paying him much longer. By the way, you you have Netflix, right? Yes. Yes. Have I, you seen the troll movie that No, I okay. No. I, I haven't seen the movie, but I I see it every Thank you. time I turn on Netflix. They are really pushing that thing and it's like it's some foreign film. Yeah, and, and so I get Netflix uh for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like an add-on to something else here. Uh so you can save your uh messages on Twitter mm-hmm. about how could you possibly give money to Netflix? Uh well, I don't. Uh, but mm-hmm. I just I decided to open it up the other day, mm-hmm. and then I hit like auto download. It's like, hey, we can auto download for you. I'm like, what is auto download? I, I hit and the what button. And what is it? It hell, I don't know. I think it just tries to figure out what you like, and then it just starts auto downloading. I thought it was just gonna auto download the show that you were watching. Oh no! You know what it did? I hit auto download. Just happened yesterday. I'm glad you brought this up. And it downloaded Troll. And I'm like, what are you? I'm like, stop. It wants us to watch Troll. And I immediately deleted it. I was like, I'm not watching whatever that is, man. What is the premise of that? Troll? Is it a movie or a show? Yeah, it's a movie. Okay. It's a movie, I think. And and the troll wakes up and starts causing havoc. I I don't know. It looks like a King Kong movie, but instead of King Kong, it's a troll. That's what it looks like. Okay. And I think it happens in Norway. I think it's a Norwegian film. Yeah, here we go. Here's a headline from uh, the Daily Mail. <coughs> Netflix's new disaster movie, Troll, bags a perfect Rotten Tomatoes score, but viewers are still split, with some hailing it the next Godzilla and others branding it garbage. <laughs> okay. It got a perfect score? Yeah, so... Wow. So Okay, so it got an 88 from critics. All right. 49 from... Audiences? Yes. 49? That's a bad sign. Yeah, because that happens... Okay, what, what, what is the rule of thumb on that? When the critics love it and the audience uh, hates it, then it sucks, then right? it sucks. Because it's just yes. like it's like above our heads or something, or it's too right. artsy, or got some deep meaning that we just, as a normal people, can't quite understand. The good split usually is 90% of the audience loves it, maybe 64% of critics. That's usually a good movie. Okay. Good rule of thumb right there. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, under investigation now by the House Ethics Committee. Now, is this for the this is for okay. the tax the rich dress okay. she wore? People are assuming that's what it is because at this point it has not been revealed. Mm. But people are assuming that you know she was uh, while she was investigating, she got the ticket to the thing, mm-hmm. and she showed up there, and I don't know, like an in kind gift. I don't know. Okay. And she shouldn't have had that. Right. And so let me just see what the... Put her in prison. Good. Okay, what? Or just should get her out of office. That should we have a, a like a like a hearing on this first? No. No. Just, huh? just say, you know what? You, you can't be a congressman anymore. Make me a drink. 
<laughs> Isn't that what you do? Yeah. That's what you Go see if you know what that thing that's making noise in the sink is. You know, you push the button on it and it starts making noise like yeah. it's grinding stuff up. Uh-huh. Go see if you can figure out what that is. Yeah. And uh, when it's you're scaring me. When you're done making my drink, uh-huh. uh, Pat has your tip <laughs> in his right pocket. Where I'm gonna, right, yeah, gonna need, a, okay. Going to need my, my dollar back yeah, soon. You can't have your dollar back. It was not a bit. I don't know where you got the fact that that was a bit. It wasn't, had nothing to do with any bits. Okay, all right. All right. Well, noted. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, we'll have to do this in overtime. The uh, woman featured in a pro-euthanasia oh, commercial. Oh, uh, man. Canada uh, is out of control. Completely out of control. The way they're just ending people's lives. Okay, you don't feel good today? All right, come on up to Canada. We'll put you out of your misery. Not good. I mean, we just don't value human life anymore. Follow the West, man. It's bad. All right, so we will see you next on Overtime. Back here tomorrow to finish off the week. We got uh, more on trivia, which features... I don't Do know. Do we know what the game is? Oh, it's uh, Philadelphia, the Giants. So okay. Stu's going to be here. Nobody's going to answer the phone. <laughs> Philadelphia and New York? Yeah. Can I get my dollar? Uh-huh. No. Get my dollar back. was not a bit. It was a tool. Too late. Pat Gray Unleashed.